there in 1 Thessalonians, he says we are to redeem the time. So we don't ever have any time just to spare. We are to redeem that time. So he sits over uh, while we're waiting for the, uh, the, uh, uh, to get on the plane. Pastor Andrew sits over on one side. I sit over on another side. I know what he's doing, and he knows what I'm doing with the person sitting next to, uh, to us, right? So, so, so uh, the uh, person sitting next to me, she happened to be a Hindu. That's a belief system. And she says, uh, I was with this guy. I was with this guy who was a Muslim. And so I converted to Islam, right? I converted to Islam. And but things didn't work out, so I'm back to being Hindu. And she says, um, I know that um, my converting to Islam did not sit, y'all can sit down, did not sit well with my family. Because if I uh, convert to another religion, then my family is not going to be pleased, right? So I begin to share the gospel with her. We're talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're not talking about the gospel of Mormonism. We're not talking about the gospel of Jehovah Witness. We're not talking about, listen, we're talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is where the power of God is to bring about salvation to everyone that would believe, all the Jew and the Gentile, but Hinduism as well. No one is exempt from this gospel if they give you one minute of their ear. No one is exempt. And so I began to share with her about the living. <laughs> you know, you, you, you don't ever want to put down someone else's religion when you are uh, witnessing to them. You don't want to do that. You give them the truth. And Jesus said that they'll know the truth and it's the truth that's going to make them free. Free from what? Well, free from a belief system that's going to end them up in hell. Free from sickness, if that's where they are. Free from bondages, if that's where they are. Whatever it is, this is where they get to go free. So I, I began to uh, share with her the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, she had a uh, roommate with her, and, and this guy, he's Hindu as well, right? And so... We engage because he has to make his point because I'm talking about the living God. I'm talking about the risen king. I'm talking about the Lord of Lords and kings of kings. So he has to make his case, right? Okay, I'll listen to his case. But I'm still talking about the one who came out of the grave. I'm still talking about the one who sits on the throne of glory. I'm still talking about Jesus. So, 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 you, you know, sometimes the enemy will endeavor to uh, interrupt or distract, right? But we're working with the Holy Spirit. So uh, her roommate, he has to go over to the, uh, the uh, counter and check on the flight, right? And I've shared the gospel with her up to this point. And so she says, well, if I convert, 
if I convert, it's not going to be, it's not going to sit well with my family. She says, if I pray with you, do I have to convert? Well, you know what my, my answer was to her? My answer was, what we are doing right now is establishing a personal relationship with the God of heaven and earth. This prayer is going to establish that relationship because it's about, it's not about religion, y'all. It's about a relationship. And so, and so uh, uh, now he comes back, <laughs> her roommate, he comes back and he stands there, right? And uh, I said, this is only going to, he says, oh, we got to go, we got to go. Our flight's going to leave. And I said, well, this is not going to take very long. <laughs> you know, we're not talking about, you know, uh, going in a Catholic church, standing up and sitting down, standing up and sitting down. That's going to take a while. No. This is not going to take very long. And so, and so she says, I said, may I take your hand? So she put her hand in my hand. And I led her to the Lord before that flight. Listen. Tomorrow is not promised to someone who is in darkness. And so she prayed, and she left there with the king of glory on the inside of her. <laughs> so now I get on the flight, I get on the flight to, uh, to Vegas, right? And uh, Pastor Andy and I, we always make it a point, uh, you know, <laughs> we, try, we try and get uh, a seat. Uh, that's an aisle seat. You know, he's a wide body, so he has to have. <laughs> so, so generally, generally, we would get an aisle seat across from each other, right? So, so we have people on the inside, you know? So they're trapped, you know? If they got to go to the restroom, you got to hold it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But so now, not this time, however, I had a window seat, right? And this young man, he sits in the middle, have y'all noticed that the uh, seats on the planes have gotten narrow? <laughs> They're more narrow. They're more narrow than they, <laughs> I think, even since the last flight I, I, I took. They're smaller now. <laughs> so, I'm serious. So anyway, anyway, so this young man, he's, uh, he's flying from Dallas to Las Vegas. He lived in uh, Florida, Andrew. He lived in Florida. And he's flying uh, to uh, Las Vegas for the very first time. Young man, 21 years old, right? So I began to, uh, 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 you know, share the gospel with him, Andrew. Andrew gets saved, right? And, and so because we are in three seats, right, there's another young man sitting on, in the aisle seat there. So I lean over, to, lean over Andrew after Andrew is now a believer, in the book of Luke 16, Luke 16, it says this. It says, make friends with your unrighteous mammon. Make friends with your unrighteous mammon. Right? Unrighteous mammon simply being your resources, your money. So, so we are in a, a rise and build campaign to reach the harvest. And your resources... Your money makes friends when, you, when people come out of darkness into the light of the Son of God. And so, so 
Now, speaking of that, that verse of Scripture, that's uh, Luke 16:9, right? Make friends with your unrighteous mammon. So it, it, it goes on to say that when you, now we know as believers, right, in 2 Corinthians uh, uh, 6.14, it says that we are not to fellowship or we are not to be unequally yoked with what? Non-believers, right? So if we are not to be unequally yoked with non-believers, and the Bible goes on and tells us why, well, why? What fellowship does the righteous have with the, unlaw, uh, the lawlessness, right? Or what communion does light have with darkness? Obvious answer, what? None, right? So we are not to be unequally yoked to non-believers. So there in Matthew that we just uh, quoted, it says that we are to make friends with our unrighteous mammon, right? So if we, if we are not to... And, and of course, when it says that we're not to be, uh, we're not to be unequally yoked and not have fellowship, obviously that doesn't mean that you don't interact with people in the world. If that was the case, then uh, Tristan, the uh, Hindu girl, and Andrew uh, would not be in the kingdom now. So we interact, but what is what is uh, not uh, fellowshipping? Not fellowshipping is simply that we are not to exchange. Hearts. In other words, you don't get so close to a non-believer where you are sharing your heart with them and vice versa. Y- y'all see that? So, so anyway, um, unrighteous mammon. Make friends with your unrighteous mammon, right? So if we are going to have the opportunity to now exchange our hearts, with, the, with them who are in darkness, we have to get them out of darkness. Do y'all see that? Get them out of darkness. And because of your money, because of your resources, that is one of the ways that we are going to be able, here at Word of Life or any place for that matter, that is one of the ways that we are going to be able to actually exchange hearts with those who come out of darkness because now they have the same spirit as we have. Does that make sense? So, so I lean over uh, Andrew to the, uh, the young man in the aisle seat, right? And I ask him, um, I, I, you know, I, I have uh, uh, some uh, routine things that I say when I initially um, meet someone, right? And so I, he's flying to Las Vegas, and I had found out that he lived in Las Vegas. So I asked him, do you happen to attend a good church in Las Vegas, right? And so he says, uh, yes, right? And he pulls a cross out of his shirt, and he shows me this cross, of uh, this necklace, right? But, but listen, there are many people who wear crosses around their neck. So don't, don't, I, I cannot just settle for that. So how are you going to help locate that person who has a cross around their neck? And you have asked them, uh, 
do you have to have a good church that you attend? How are you going to uh, help them locate themselves and help you locate where they are? Well, the Bible says that no one comes to Jesus unless the Spirit of God draws them. Or no one can confess Jesus unless Jesus lives in their heart, right? So I will ask that question. I said, and I tell them that, you know, the Bible says that no one can confess Jesus unless the Spirit of God enables them, which simply means Jesus has to live in a person's heart in order for them to be able to say, Jesus is my Lord, my Lord. If he doesn't live in an individual's heart, that cannot come out of their mouths. I've experienced it too many times. So, um, he says, well, yes. I said, can I hear you say Jesus is my Lord? I always smile when I say that, right? <laughs> and he said, Jesus is my Lord. I fist bumping. We're brothers. Now we got three brothers. We have three friends in the kingdom. Right? So, so, so we are the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. And each one of us carry the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. And everywhere we go, we carry that glory. And that glory is to uh, impact whoever we come in contact with. I don't know about y'all, but I sense more and more that we are in the last of the last days. And I... I uh, feel such an urgency, such an urgency where people are in darkness and we have the package. We have the answer to bring them out of that place of darkness into the marvelous light of the Son of God. Can y'all say amen? amen? Well, I only had uh, 10 minutes so I'm not obviously not going to get into my lesson. But I did want to um, acknowledge Mike and Alcy here on the front row. Of course, Mike and Alcy was uh, longtime members of the uh, church. And um, uh, I got some pretty funny stories about Mike. <laughs> Mike is a blessing, tremendous blessing. Because they, they, they decided to move to Idaho. Idaho, right? Idaho, yeah. Yeah, Idaho. Yeah, yeah. So whenever you, uh, you know, uh, get a potato, y'all <laughs> can think about them. So praise the Lord. Listen, our responsibility as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, as the body of Christ, as believers, our responsibility is to preach the gospel to every creature. I know some of those creatures, their faces don't look that great. <laughs> but we are still to preach the gospel to every creature. Amen? And I believe that, uh, as we said a few minutes ago, it's not by our power or our might. It's by the Spirit of God. Some water, some plant... God gives the increase. And we simply present ourselves as yielded instruments in the hand of God. Speak the word of God out of our mouths. 
to those who are in darkness, and we will see people.